Just enough to fill the gun on the holster Out on the balcony, filling on the breeze City skylines, we're puffing on some trees Cup of honey on the rocks with the soda Made back, front of the building with the chauffeur And he waiting on me Got umbrella in his hands and my name in the seats No gift, baby, no thanks No chinchillas, baby, so what happened to Frank? No phone calls, transactions hand in hand Give the drugs to Rick, the money to Benny Banks Talk to crazy, he talks to me Keep my business out the streets It's the ART, uh And we are now streaming on YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, is episode. Oh, there's this. Uh, we we'll do that again. <laughs> it's episode number 98. Crazy Boogie's here smoking his yuka. His hookah. Yo, yuka. I don't know what's going on? Yuka. Jayla's here. <laughs> and our guest today is stand up comedian, uh, host of Brownish, which Jayla was on yesterday. If you didn't see hey, it, fire. Eric Rivera, ladies and gentlemen, Stop. welcome to the show. I love I love the way you announced we're streaming on YouTube. It's almost like when you call your boy, like, yo, I'm on speakerphone. Just in case you say something dumb. Before you say something dumb, I'm on speaker. My wife right here. It's a must. Um, let yeah, me mute the, it's, it's a must because Craze does say some. Uh, <laughs> actually, what? it is me. <laughs> it's really Rick. I think he says it for himself. He needs to reassure himself. It's like a click. You know, it's like, it's like switch on. I forgot who it was that we had on, and we were talking about something. I don't remember what it was. I mean, we're live already, but whatever. We had a guest on. We were in conversation before we went on YouTube, and I was like, "Okay, okay, we're, we're oh, oh, all right here. Right. Let me let me shut up. Let me not." We were talking about somebody else, so uh-huh. that's even better. Yeah, but that's that's the problem with podcasts, man. You forget, <laughs> you get comfortable, <laughs> you just start vibing, and then you're like, "Yeah, you know who else I can't stand?" And then you you just throw it out there. Exactly. Rick has done that a couple of times, actually. Um, right. We also called one of our guests the wrong name one time. That was my worst uh, as a host. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's been 98 episodes, bro. You, you fucked up a few times. You've done, you've done a good job so yeah, far. Yeah, but it was it, Wall Street from Major Lasers. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Major Laser. They're going to be performing at the... Uh, what's, who's that you, uh, YouTube you guy know, whatever Logan, that's going to fight? Logan Paul or some shit? Oh, uh, <laughs> Jake Logan. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jake Logan. Logan Paul, Jake Logan, one of those. It's, exactly the it's like Lil Pump, Lil, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Lil Baby, Lil Pump, the Baby. I can tell you guys do your research on this podcast. You guys, we, definitely, we definitely do. We do a lot of research. Uh, I mean, they're not boxers. They're just uh, performing. Yeah. are not boxing? Well, anyways. We were talking about HBO's show, uh, Board of, Boardwalk Empire, right? And it was uh-huh. stuck on my mind, the show. One of my favorite characters is Chalky White. So yeah. as I'm interviewing Walshy Fire, I call him Chalky White. <laughs> so it doesn't get any better than that. But Eric, you're in the West Coast now. You used to be a native New Yorker. We just took your New York card away like five minutes ago. Yeah. How'd you get into can- uh, can- <laughs> can-up comedy? Stand-up comedy. <laughs> Are you okay, bro? I thought, I thought you were going to ask him how he got into Canada. I'm like, it's, okay. It's dogfish, dog yeah. nine-minute IPA. Either Rick is drunk or we're watching Rick have a stroke online. We don't <laughs> see it. We're, still, we're still doing the interview. Like, yeah, hold on, Rick. Let me. Gotta look for fast stuff. Uh, 
What, isn't that the way you determine somebody had a stroke? Yeah, Rick, oh, let us know if you smell toast. Listen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my, my left side is okay. I'm not there yet. Uh, I actually started stand-up in New York, man. I Like any new comics, I always tell them, you got to go to New York. New York is the place to be because there's so many comedy clubs. There's so many places to get up, and you can get up multiple times a night so that you can get that polish so you can work stuff out. Like there's, there's just no excuse. Like here in L.A., there's not that many clubs. You get up like, you know, five times in a week, whereas in New York, you can get up five to ten times in one night. So uh, I'm glad that I started there and then moved out here. Five, ten times a night. That, that is night? pretty tough for a comic who's just starting out because you got to pay your dues before they let you. But there, there's open mics and stuff. So there's different yeah. places you can get up even okay. when you first start. Like when I first started, I was doing three, four, five, six open mics a night. How old are you? Doing the hustle. Mate, man, I'm ageless, man. You know how Latinos age? I'm 72. Look at this. Damn. I know. <laughs> He's on that daddy Yankee regimen. Yo, well, Mario Lopez. Younger. Mario yo, Mar- Mar- Lopez is going backwards, man. I was like, yo, yo this is- look younger than me. I grew he up with a skincare routine. We, uh, we, we try to get he, him. He, first of all, Giancarlo's was on the show, and we were talking about Mario's skincare routine. Apparently, he already asked Mario. So we need to get Mario on the show and ask him what the routine is. Because Grays and I want to know. Yeah. So, <laughs> I need it. Look at my face. Apparently, Eric has it. So he. You can Once you go to LA, you, you hand over your New York card and they hand you the skincare products and you just start. Yeah. Okay? I, need to, I need to go back. Look, man, I'm only 22. <laughs> Crazy is coming out to the West Coast next week. Watch, when you guys see him again, he's going to look 10 years younger. You guys are going to go, whoa. So stand-up comedy, right? Um, so what's your favorite club to perform out here in New York? Because there's a lot of like really... Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Well, in New York, if you uh, just by the the brand and by the name itself, the Comedy Cellar, you can't you can't beat it, man. Like that's where all the comics want to be. That's where all the comics go. Like on their off nights, that's where you'll find Chris Rock, Seinfeld, Chappelle. They all go there, man. So uh, you know that was actually one of the first clubs I got past that. And for me, that was like just one of those things I had on a bucket list. And I know some comics never get to cross that off. And I was just I was just blown away that I got to do that early on. So if uh. If you're in New York, mm-hmm. will you go into the, Do you call him up like, yo, big time Eric Rivera's here. You know, my yo. special's on HBO Max. I need 10 minutes. Who's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just bump him. Let me. Just let says, yo, Eric's home. <laughs> I, I don't got bumping power, but I do call ahead. I, you got to call like, yo, I'm coming into town. They're like, all right, come through. Uh, but man, I don't got I don't got bumping power like that yet. Uh, who's on stage? Okay. Tell the mom here. They go who? I'm like, all right, never mind. I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> How long you been doing this? Uh, I've been doing 15 years, man. Uh, I started back when I was in college. Um, I was part of the student organization, mm-hmm. uh, like the student org, a student union, and I got really into helping them book to get like the social events. And one of my favorites is was this NAFTA. Comedy. Um, what's what's the name of the organization that does it? Uh, the college comedy tours. Um, oh, the uh, the NACAs. NACAs, NACAs, yeah. You see, yeah, I was yeah. close. I was close. Yeah. But see, the cool thing with New York is you don't have to go to those things. You don't have to go to a NACA to see comedians. You just go to the clubs. The clubs are right there. Yeah. So that's how we found comedians. Like, we would just go to comedy clubs. And, they, you know, if you're a college student, they give you free tickets. So I was, dude, I was seeing people before they were who they are now. Like, I, Kevin Hart. Uh, Chappelle, Rock, like this was before they blew up. Mm-hmm. I was watching them work stuff out, so I got real familiar with the comedy scene. And just one day, just it, it dawned on me, I was like, I want to try this because you know, 
Latino, like your mom's not like, oh, mijo, you should do the arts. Be creative. It's always like. No, you got to be a lawyer, a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something where with, something with you're going to make money. And by the way, it's always like lawyer, doctor, or mira, why don't you, you can drive a cab. It's never, it's never <laughs> it's no a construction company. Yo, yeah. yo, yo, he does contracting. He does, he fixes how just. <laughs> yeah. it, it's do this with a, a high paying thing or this, this consistent money. Or yeah. own a bodega or restaurant. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I got into comedy and, my, you know, my parents were like, at first, I don't know about this. Uh, and not really that funny. I don't even know why you want to do it. Did dude, you get I, that response? When my, when my special aired, I had a cousin call me, giving me notes. He's like, yo, <laughs> play it. Listen, that first joke was a little weak. Uh, that second joke? I was like, what? Hold on, dude. You've been on HBO? <laughs> yo, HBO, bro. But you know what? We all have that one family member that has always an opinion. They've never done anything in their lives, but they always have an opinion and know about every single thing in this world. I mean, so they're they're right. You know, even a broken clock is too right two times a day. You know, so they might be right sometimes. I don't know. By the way, you can you can always tell what they think about your profession by the way to describe it. Is always, oh, you still doing that little that little podcast? Wow. You are like what? Todavía con el little comedy los chistes. That's nice. I see. Yeah. Ay, qué bueno que todavía te está funcionando. Yeah. Did your whole family watch watch the special though? And you get paid. And you get paid. But I'm saying that's like your family. Your family's gonna be like, "Oh, you're doing comedy still? Yeah. You get paid? Yeah, it's a paga. you are getting paid. So remember, yeah. you know that time that you wanted to. They always ask you for something right afterwards. Uh, dude, what did I, they? I had a cousin ask me to. He wanted to. He wanted to sell tires out of his garage. He goes, "Yo, baby, you, baby boy, you think you could?" Uh, I, I'm gonna sell tires. Like, are you like a mechanic? He's nah, baby, just tires, tires. I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> Come to the garage, do ten minutes on this makeshift stage. I'm gonna do for you tires. Yeah. But did they watch the special? Did you get good feedback from the family? Some of the, some of them watched it. Some of them, you know, they were. I'm not, I'm not gonna wow. spend money for HBO. And, you know, well, like, how, did, how did HBO treat you, by the way? Like, let's get the scoop on that. They, it treated me good, man. They, you know, he's trying to go back crazy. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Always crazy with the difficult question. Yeah, I'm just saying. Hey, so what did they? Did they treat you okay over there? Nah, they treat me good, man. Like, first of all, if you look at just the the landscape of it all, they're the only ones right now giving. Latino specials like oh, you yeah, know, big time. Orlando Labor, uh, a friend of mine who's Dominican, uh, Nick Guerra, Mexicano, me. Like they're trying to represent all you know all the colors of that spectrum to show that it's not just Mexican comics. It's not just mm-hmm. this little you know this little section of it. And they're they're almost doing it, man. They're doing it right. They you got the Entereno series. They got the half hour specials. Like you look at the other platforms and not a knock on them like Showtime, like they've done one in the last couple of years, which is my boy Jesus Trejo. One like Netflix has done what three in the last five, six years. Two of them are fluffy. So you you all you guys only know Fluffy and George like that's it. Come on. Crazy. Um, I, I, Amazon, though, Amazon, though, is giving us love. So I, I must say that one. Okay. Amazon through Gina Brion. But like after that, start naming them. Amazon and I, no, and I want and I want Amazon. I want you to give me Amazon produced specials. Now people that just made it themselves and then sold to Amazon. Well, for example, Amazon took a risk on a show called uh, Last One Laughing, 
Mm. Um, and it's done pretty well. So that's basically they trap, I think it's 10 comics or six comics in a room and they can't laugh for six hours. Uh-huh. So it's, it's like if we trap you, Jesus Trejo, and all you guys in one room and you guys are cracking jokes, but you cannot laugh. If you laugh, you're eliminated. Uh-huh. No, we're not rocking with Amazon show. Right now. We're talking about HBO gang, HBO Max. But HBO, you're they also got the best. They also got the best documentaries, low key. Yes, um, yes. That's what I was going to get. I was just telling Rick uh, the, the shit that just came out. Have you watched uh, the Woody Allen one? Oh, yeah. I watched that one. That, that's a serious one. That's a. That's yeah. It just changed my perspective yeah. on the yeah, that. Yeah, you know, I, I know I'm not the only one. You ever watch something, and as a kid, you thought you knew what was like. I like when that OJ show came on FX. Yeah. I remember I was like, "Yo, he is innocent." And then I watched the show, and I was like, "Yo, this dude was guilty as hell." Guilty, guilty. I like, mean, but Woody Allen was guilty. Like, I, I knew he yeah. was guilty. I mean, just you always had, yeah, like in the comedy community, you always had those people like, "Nah, I don't know." And then I'm watching this like. Yo, this you, dude. You try to give people the benefit of the doubt, but when you're actually your movies all predicate on an older man yeah. getting falling in love with an eighteen year old, sixteen year old, seventeen year old, <laughs> and it's a consistent pattern. Nah, but my favorite one right now that just came out was the uh, the QAnon one. Did you, uh-huh. did you see that one? I've not seen that one yet. That I haven't seen it yet. It just came out on Sunday. That that's a fucking wild ride. Does Eric believe in QAnon? Yo, do you believe in QAnon? I don't even know how to spell it, man. Wait, are you Q? Are you Q? <laughs> I, I don't know how to spell it, dude. I don't know what it is. That's exactly what Q was saying. There you go again, Craze. So you, I love you, you trying to put me in all different things. Are, are you Q? Scientology? What are you doing? <laughs> Who are you with? How did you get on HBO Max? We're trying to get you like on uh, TMZ. Like, yo, uh, Eric Rivera admits to being Q, uh, QAnon. Um, that and it, that would that would be something that makes it know, like you, you gotta say something wild now. That's I find that funny. Somebody yeah, says something crazy and it's automatically up there. But yeah. besides comedy, so you know, in comedy, there's the special, there's the television show, mm-hmm. and there are the films, right? Um, that you're always judged, and the comedy albums that people don't do anymore, right? Oh, What's true. next on that list for you? Well, uh, you know, I'm out here. It's so funny. Like when I first started comedy, it was always the, you know, you want to do stand up and then have the show almost like Seinfeld did it. Mm-hmm. Raymond, uh, you know, I, I want to throw Cosby as an example, but you can't say his name nowadays. Uh, <laughs> You're trying to get me canceled. No, I'm just- <laughs> dude, you, that show was that. Look, I know what he did was wrong, but the show, come on. We all grew up with the show. Yeah, we uh, did. But I, you know, being out in LA, and I, you know, I'm not, I don't want to get too deep into it. You know, you 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 see the obstacles. You see how much we, as a Latino community, aren't mm-hmm. being represented. So it, it's hard, man. They do they do one Latino comedy family sitcom once every what ten years. First it was George, then it was Cristela, and then I think that show, uh, the Cuban one, what's it called? Uh, that was on Netflix, and then they took it off Netflix. One day at a time. One day at a time. That's been on seven different networks. So that thing's been canceled from everything, from <laughs> radio, podcast. Like they tried every format. That show just yeah, yeah, shout out to, like, just shout out to their the, whoever their fans because the fans they, consistently. They, they I mean, look at Sasha Mercy first of all. Your, your co-host, yeah. by the way. Uh, Sasha is a great person to have on television. And it Man. took her a while to get uh, Demon Lola can share. So yeah. it's not easy for us uh, up there. And if we are somewhere, it would be like uh, BuzzFeed or on the internet. It's right. not on 
a big network with a big budget behind it. Right. So you want to go to the show next. I'm pretty sure the show's already written. Show is written. We're getting ready to go out and pitch it, man. I've got it's funny, you come out here and you gotta you gotta create these projects, man, because once you get in that door to pitch, you have to be ready to go. Cause we don't have the we don't have the 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 the, the what's the word I'm looking for? The content? The no, we, we don't have that we don't have that privilege to just be like, oh, Oh. I, I want to develop okay. a show. And they go, okay, yeah, let's get you this writer, and they're gonna come up with this concept. Like you have to have it all fleshed out. Like you have yeah. to have the whole idea, because when you get into those rooms, it's like, okay, well, for them, it's a risk. Like, how am I gonna take a risk on Rick, or how am I gonna take a risk on Jayla? Because we, they haven't seen a successful mm-hmm. template yet. So right. for them, it's like, all right. So what happened, season four, episode five, with your character? Like, you have to know all that stuff. For them to start feeling comfortable and go, okay, I'm gonna give this dude money to put a show on the air. Do you so, feel pressured when you write it though? Like, okay, I need to do like X, Y, and Z by this like amount of time, or do you feel like you kind of let it the process guide itself so it comes out a certain way? Uh, there's there, there's pressure because uh, a lot of the times you go into these rooms, you are the culture. Like you know, a lot of times you pitch in these rooms. You know, there it's it's. Jewish white guys from you. They don't know, so they don't know. So when you're like, "Oh, this is what happens," we don't understand that. You're like, "Ah, like ah, let me explain it to you." And you, you know, so there is that pressure of making sure it's authentic, making sure everybody understands it, making sure you're not scaring off the execs who may possibly buy it. Like you don't want them to get uncomfortable and go, "I we're not we're not doing that show. I don't know what it is." So is the idea to? Uh, I'm pretty sure you either like have a small pilot or something you shot to pitch is the idea to pitch it or to make it and then say, listen, this is the product. It's already done. I just need some money, you know, to get some better lights, better direction, better some writer. Well, I, the idea is to pitch it and then have them give me the money to shoot it. Right. Cause I don't, you know, like it, there, you can shoot it yourself, yeah. but I, my, my whole philosophy is you don't want to give them excuses not to, not to buy it. So if I come in and I've shot it myself and they go, ah, the lighting's bad. I went going to buy it. Cause it, it's janky. This dude shot it. Why are there tires in the background? <laughs> like that's my, that's my cousin. I needed to include him in there. So he could have, yeah. <laughs> You know, you, you try not to give people excuses to say no to you in this industry. So you want to come off just polished and, you know, ready to go. And how the uh, brownish thing come about? Was that? So brownish was the, the Laugh Factory right before pre-pandemic. They kept hounding me uh, to do Latino night, uh, which was crazy to me. You know, I live in Los Angeles, large Latino population. No club was doing a night to spotlight Latino comedy, That's right? Wow. It, yeah, it's crazy. But on the same side, like on the flip side of that, I was, it's it's a bit of a culture shock. Cause I, I, like I said, I came from New York where you're funny, you get into these clubs, like you're never gonna go to the comedy cellar or the comic strip or Caroline's and see Latino night or, you know, Asian night, or mm-hmm. it's just the funniest dudes rise and get into the clubs and you get into the rotation. So when I moved out here, I show up and I'm like, hey, I'm a regular here, 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 here. I'd love to play a club. Okay, cool. Uh, we got uh, we got Taco Thursdays. Uh, that club over there has Chimichanga Mondays. And you're like, oh, what? Hold on. I'm funny across the board. So it, it becomes a fight where you try not to get boxed in. But at the same time, like, 
you know, we don't have those opportunities. So they kept hounding me to do Latino night. And I kept saying no, because I was like, I don't, I just don't want to be put into that box willingly. So finally I was like, yo, I'll do it, but I'm going to change it. It's going to be on my terms. I'm changing the narrative of it. You know, it's not going to be called, you know, whatever they wanted to call it. Like, dude, it, it even came to a point we were doing it on Tuesday nights because they were like, oh, we got a great idea. Mexican oh, restaurant, a restaurant across the street. We're going to do Taco Tuesdays. And I was like, no, nope, Tuesday. Not doing that. <laughs> I'm, I'm Puerto Rican and Guatemalan. We don't, we don't even, we don't even mess with tacos. What are you talking about? That's crazy. Uh, so we called it brownish, and I, I, I held their hands to make sure we didn't make it something it wasn't. I wanted to include everybody, and I've had, dude, I've had some heavy hitters come through there. You know, Marvel I saw Ian Hitler. was on it. Ian Lara, Ian Lara, dude. And when I tell you, it, 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 it was so satisfying. Number one, I had agents, managers come out. I've seen them uh, approach talent. Uh, some of them got signed. I've seen production companies come out and go, oh, who's that? I'd like to meet with them and seen those meetings happen. I've even had the club go, who are these people just rocking the stage? We need to get them into the club. And it's like, yeah, there's such a talent pool back uh, down here with Latino comments. It's like, you guys should know all these people. You should know the Ian Ladas. You should know the the Sasha Mercies. You should know the Ida Rodriguez's. And it's sad that they don't. So did they still let you rock on the regular nights though? Because I, I mean, <laughs> if you're rocking on brownish, right? I yeah. imagine you got to gear your material towards. First of all, I know you got some stash material that you want to use on a general audience. Uh -huh. Do you mostly go like, all right, let me do seventy, you know, Latino jokes and thirty? Now I do, I do my stuff, man. Like if you watch my stuff, it's all about my life. It's all about you know. Uh, you're a dad as well. You yeah, know. I love the stuff you do about family, man. That's it. That, that's your yeah. parents' stuff. I love that. Yeah, stuff. I'm being a dad. I'm a husband. You know, even the stuff like about our families, like it's relatable. Like they, that's why I get I get so angry and frustrated when the industry's like, oh, I, we don't know if they're ready for the Latino mom character. Latino. I'm like, dude, I travel across the country. All our moms are crazy. All our moms do goofy things. All our dads do stuff like. So I've done shows where I've had. You know, people come to like, oh, my mom's just like that. I'm like, oh, what, what's your background? Oh, I'm Italian or I'm Greek or I'm Chinese. Whatever it is, they 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 relate to it because it, it's it's across it's the universal. globe. It's universal, man. Some yeah. of shit, family shit's universal, man. That's why yeah. I like this stuff. The marriage stuff, you know, I, I I'm I'm against uh, a monogamous marriage, but uh, <laughs> all but, right. But, but no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm joking. You Mormon? You Mormon? What's happening? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you are multiple wives. He I likes like, he likes sister wives. You know what I'm saying? Going to Utah, you know. Shout out to Prophet Joseph Smith. You know what I'm saying? Like we out here. Crazy. Yeah, you want to talk to Discovery? I got Discovery's phone yeah, number. You know. like, that'd be a dope show. I mean, <laughs> I'll be there. Why you want multiple like wives, man? I can't even remember my my one anniversary. Now I got to yeah, remember yeah. ten. It sounds like a lot of work. I, I'm just again. I'm not. I'm not trying to get married again. I don't First know. of all, that's also. Uh, I'm gonna say you know Caucasian white, right? If it's a Latino, like. I, I, that show would be nuts to me. A Latino man with multiple wives. That's a Mormon. I think, yeah. So, I, think it, I think it'll arrive. I mean, I think that... So it would Bro, be, we're, we're Dominican. Most of like our dads and uncles had... Uh, I was going to say... this had, like, yeah, not, families. Not it's under not the low. It's just <laughs> different. Yeah, yeah you families in different DR. Yeah, it's so not like she's... If Discovery said that they're going to pay some choppies and they're going to pay one sugar daddy to come out and everybody going to live with a happy family, you know it's going to happen. So, so Eric, um, uh -huh. we're allowing you 
also to take part in the 90-day JLA journey. Um, <clears throat> we have a very good relationship with Discovery and Discovery Plus. Uh-huh. Uh, and Jayla has an affection for Dominican men. Oh, I've heard. I've heard. She dropped it on brownish. She's she she brought up the Dominican man, but the way she said it, like in and her eyes, like you could see the sparkle. Like it, 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 the whole conversation, she was just boom. And then she said Dominican men, and it was like whoa. whoa now, now we talk. And Sasha was like, "Really, girl? Are you serious?" Yeah. Her voice got really low. She's like Dominican men. Yeah. Yeah. So Crazy and I have been scouting the Dominican Republic for the perfect bachelor for Jayla, our Jayla Sandoval. Mm-hmm. To have her, I already failed that fiance. one marriage. Might as well try for a second. Yeah, fuck it. Damn. <laughs> so Eric is allowed to submit some. You know, you said Guatemalan, right? Guatemalan. Uh, Guatemalan. Maybe a Guatemalan is it for you, Jada? I so, mean, I am Central American. Maybe well, I need so Eric. The problem no, is that no. most Guatemalans are very short, and I'm just very tall. Damn, I, I feel triggered so... by the way you said that. Listen, Jesus, I, I got some tall cousins. They're like five foot two. Look, the point is, <laughs> just don't put nothing on the top shelf, Jayla. Stop. Get them a step ladder. Listen, stop with your with your crazy standards. I'm just gonna feel bad because Bella, you know, Bella. Costa Ricans ain't that tall neither. So. No. I know. Why do you think I haven't dated well, a Costa Rican? They might not be that tall, but they got big hearts. Yes. <laughs> I mean, listen, Bella's Wait, gonna Eric was going to say something though about Guatemala. Yeah, we're going to be having Bella trying to fight her stepfather, guys. Like, we just can't have that. Damn. I don't. I don't like the way you you attack Guatemala men. You know what? Now I'm going to send them your way. They're going to be sliding into your DMs. Yo, we need at least uh, two candidates from. Uh, if you have any cousins in Guatemala, preferably, because we want to we want to take Jayla out there, and you know. Yes, we want to film it out there, all authentic. Okay. Uh, you know, any recommendations? Jayla's ninety day journey at gmail.com. The yes, yes, yes. The age requirements is uh, we're gonna say twenty one. It was eighteen before, eighteen to ninety five, but now we're moving it to twenty one to ninety five. So, yeah, you, anyone you, in that bracket? Oh, we 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 left it at ninety five. I thought it was a hundred. We, 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 we split 90, the difference. 95. I think we said well, it was fifty. Well, fifty five. You said fifty. No, he, he said had said 100. No, I said 100 before, but 95, hey. realistically, we get... I mean, first of all, hold on a second. These people live in the Caribbean and in South America. 95-year-old from those countries is like a 50-year-old from here, from the U.S., so... I can't stand you. Yeah. Let's be serious. Really? My uncle just turned 96. That's science. He just turned 96? And he's still moving around doing stuff? And he's, he's got, got like 50 more years to live. Look at that. Still cheating. You know, the, they just announced the oldest man living in Costa Rica is 126 years old. Yeah, there you it go. It just proves my point. You see? You just got to listen to me and Craze more often. Don't worry about it. I'm just going to let you and Craze like run my life at this point. Since you're polishing up my radio personality skills, you're looking for my future husband. Apparently, you guys are going to run my business, too. So, like, what, what's the point, thing that Britney Spears' dad uh, signed? Conservative shit. Hey, just conservative just, shit. Send, me, we'll just send me your social and your birth certificate. Yeah, we got you. So, Eric, is there a comedy album coming in the future? Because that would be great. Let's, well, do, right now, let's go back the, to the classics, man. Do right now, I, got, and all I have, that. The, I have the, the, the Super White that's on HBO Max. That album just mm-hmm. came out. It's on Pandora, Spotify, mm-hmm. iTunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am getting it pressed on vinyl and going to do some giveaways and stuff on my Instagram. 
Uh, signed, right? Like, signed, uh, of course, yeah. Uh, so I'm excited by it. So we'll see. You know, I, I just grown for like a huge appreciation for vinyl lately. I've just been listening to a lot of vinyl stuff, and I think it's like a nice thing to like collect and have. Yeah. So, and then we said movie. We, I'm sorry, Chris. We said the stand up. You talked about the show. You can't give away too much. You got a album coming, which you could win a Grammy for, which I think is so cool. <clears throat> think about it. You could that's, do EGOT. I could. I could. But we only have one. Rita Moreno. She's killing it. So we got to get you. could do EGOT. So, uh, and what about the movie situation? Uh, movie situation. I've got a couple of things I'm I'm cooking up, you know, uh, on the writing side. So, uh, you know, I want to get into the horror genre, and I want to get into the the YA genre. So we'll see what happens, man. But you know, it's all just trying to find the right partners that understand the vision and don't try to, you know, mm-hmm. hit you up with the stereotypes like you know, be good, the chunkla killer, and you're like, come on, <laughs> what? What are we doing here? Hey. Nobody's trying to tell you. You said uh, watch the YA market. Nobody's trying to be like, yo, Puerto Rican Harry Potter. Ain't nobody. nobody if you really think about it, it's it's untapped. Nobody's in there. Saying, I'm just saying, Harry Potter in Puerto Rico. I'm just saying, it could happen. It could I think Crazy's trying to become our partner here. Come on, man. <laughs> what's what's hey. the? Hold on, Crazy's my, like, I'm gonna see you next week. <laughs> hold on, my wife is Puerto Rican. I gotta ask her, babe. What's the town in Puerto Rico that's uh, where there's like they believe in witchcraft and which is you know, <laughs> Guayama? Okay, I was about to say if she says the Bronx, I'm hanging up. <laughs> El Bronx, no, no, no. <laughs> El Bronx. No, <laughs> no. no. The row, Rick. That's no. she's Cuban and Puerto Rican. Okay, Rick, are you, wait, what, where where in New York would, were you originally from? I grew up in uh, New Rochelle. My parents okay. met, my parents, oh, my parents yeah. met Flushing, and my mom was like, we're not raising kids out here. It was just too crazy, so they moved to the yeah. suburbs. Yeah. New Rock is nice, though. I fuck with it. I and love that's New like, Rock. That's like the, the, the North, North Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's, that's Can we certify? Chris, do you want to you wanna certify, hey. Eric? Wait, do I have my certification uh, documents? Oh, so we do a segment Justin, where we certify uh, BX Bronx certified exam. So it's, basic, so it's basically like you're taking your citizenship exam, but for the Bronx. Just that's, for the Bronx. Uh, that's Bronx adjacent right there. Uh, Bronx adjacent. I think, I think you fall into the, under the lines. Yes, yes. Okay. Crazy. Right. So this certification came along because uh, Craze is uh, Sir First Alderman. All, okay, there you go. Of the Bronx. Sir okay. Alderman of the Bronx. Crazy all right. Baby. Sir Alderman of the Bronx. And this is a serious title. You know? He got knighted with a chopped cheese. Yep. On each other. <laughs> yep. All right. I think where, I, where did the where did the ceremony take place? Was this oh, uh, in Yankee uh, Stadium? Only the holiest of places. The uh, beginning gate, the first, I think, is gate two. The executive entrance of Yankee Stadium. Oh, yeah, okay. That's exactly right. That's legit. That's legit. I like it. It was that's legit. Exactly right. So, were you interested in taking our uh, Bronx certified exam? Oh, I think I it's five it. questions. Let's see what what goes five on. Questions. Uh, basically, this is designed to see if you would qualify as Bronx certified resident of the Bronx. Uh, okay. I have the power to bestow that upon you. It's yeah. very simple. Similar to the citizenship exam. You know, I took that in about 20, uh, 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. And that's where I got the idea for this. Uh, because they, they told me that I needed to answer questions about the American Revolution in order to get my fucking citizenship. <laughs> okay. People don't know this. But we only have five questions similar to the... There's a really 100 questions, but I'm only going to ask you five. 
uh, right. just to make sure uh, that you can be Bronx certified. The first of which is what is the official sandwich for the borough of the Bronx? It's multiple choice. So I'm going to give you some choices. Uh, a, bacon, egg, and cheese, all one word. Uh, B, chopped cheese. Uh, C, chicken parm. Or D, an Italian cheeseburger from Kennedy's Fried Chicken. I'm, I'm going to go with chopped cheese, man. That's Damn, it. He got that there's, right off the... There's, there's two acceptable answers to that. Um, actually, there's only really one wrong answer. Nobody really eats a fucking chicken parm over here. Um, <laughs> right. Really Unless you're not the app. The next one, much easier. It's true or false. The Bronx is the only borough to be uh, believed to be connected to the mainland United States. Uh-huh. I was like, wait, I was waiting for the options. I said, hold on, what? The Bronx is the only borough believed to be connected to the United States mainland. Is that true or false? That's false. That's wrong. It's actually true. It's the only. It's the only one? Only one of the five boroughs. That's actually connected. Everything else is an island. Uh, unfortunately, that's why you gotta. You know, that's why we're the best borough. Okay. Um, okay. This amusement park, which was once located in the Bronx and is no longer in existence, A. Playland. B. Freedomland. C. Disney. D. Palisades Park. Or E. The uh, parking lot at Orchard Beach. Damn, crazy. You threw a lot of options. <laughs> yeah, this, well, this multiple choice one had like seven options. But, well, I know it's not a playland because I hey. actually, I, I, that's Westchester. And, I, and I, that's where okay. I grew up. There you go. That's there. good. Elimination. What, what Elimination. else can we eliminate from here? Uh, Disney's gone because, you know. So we got Freedom Land, Palisades, and the parking lot at Orchard Beach. I'm going to go parking lot at Orchard Beach. Hey, that is not necessarily the answer, but I'll accept it. I'll, you get that. You get points for that. You get partial credit for that. Um, the actual answer is Freedom Land. It burned down in like the seventies. Number four, name this island, which is technically part of the Bronx. You gotta, you gotta know this part. It's technically part of the Bronx, and it's an island. It has some dope seafood restaurants, and in the summer resembles a small New England shore town. A. Randall's Island. <laughs> B. Governor's Island. C, Rikers Island, or D, City Island. Think Come about on. it carefully. Come on, man. City Island. You go there for seafood on the weekends, baby. Hey, you can also get seafood on Rikers Island, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, which of I these would. designers went the last? And final question. The last one. Bro, so far, you passed. You got a passing grade, right? You got okay. three out of four. Um, so I think you, you more or less passed. But I want to ask you this one because it's one of the most important ones. If you get this one wrong, I think you failed. Which of these designers went to D. Wick Clinton High School? Damn, this is a hard Fashion one. designers. Anna Winter. Virgil Abloh. Dapper Dan. Ralph Lauren. Which one of those designers went? Went to D. Wick Clinton High School right here in the Bronx. That is like maybe uh, six blocks right. away from me. Damn. Anna Wintour, Ralph Lauren, who were the other ones? Dapper, Dapper Dan? Dan and Virgil Abloh. It's not Dapper Dan. He's from Harlem. I'll give you the hint. Facts. I'm going to go with... 
I have a feeling it's a trick question, and it's going to be either Anna Winter and Ralph Lauren, but their caucasity is really just throwing me because I, I they don't they don't seem hard. Anna Winter could be hardened. She looks hardened, like she's. I've heard I've heard stories. Ah, and I'm I'm sleeping on Virgil. I'm, I'm gonna, this is gonna, this is gonna be a shot in the dark. I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Ralph Lauren because he seems like he's not that, the right answer. That's absolutely that's, correct. Ralph Lauren did it. from the BX. You are officially certified from the Bronx, Eric. Anytime you come to the Bronx, a chopped cheese on me, and uh, we'll get you some Tim's. It may not be new, but we'll get you some. <laughs> he's gonna cut him down off the wire. Like here you go, baby. Hold on. Definitely, we'll hook you up. Are you certified? We'll, now? we'll put in a call with the uh, Bronx Borough President. Yo, get them started on Eric Rivera Day. There we go. Yo, <laughs> by the way, another uh, Bronx tidbit. Uh, this weekend we got Big Pun uh, Square. Big Pun Big Plaza. Plaza. You know what I'm saying? On, Damn uh, crazy! You the alderman of the Bronx, and you called it the square is the Plaza. Come on, hey, we call it square up here. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> it's on uh, Fordham and Grand Concourse, right now in front of the Army Recruiting Station. Hi. So if you want to check wow. it out, you know? that was beautiful. Beautiful. I love the fact that you just took that segment on and now we can give you your new court your new york card back eric yeah i feel like yeah, i feel, I feel like you earned it. wow that's the first time one of our Jenna, you're not getting it back. Gets a prize out of this yeah you get your card back you get your car back we're good h what else we got <clears throat> so i i have a segment called distorted pictures so we take five photos mm-hmm. from the internet i have to do something with you with you Okay. Uh, can you see the uh, screen that says distorted picture somewhere around okay. here? Okay. Oh, there it is. Justin, give me the first one. I, now, listen, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I might be good at this game. Yeah. I, grew up with, I, I grew up with the scrambler box. So I was, Let's see. Is that, a, oh. is that a nipple? What is that? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there's like a nipple right in the middle of something. I don't know. That looks a little spicy, this picture. Uh, it's got to do with me. Yes. <laughs> This episode is all about you. It's his profile pic on OnlyFans. <laughs> Girl. Probably. Uh, I must say. It's my, no. What is it with all the gray? What is this? Uh, I must say it's a wedding picture. Is this a wedding picture? A pi- oh, picture, Justin. No, oh, damn. that's when I was working out. That's when I was. I'm just gotta say, man. That was need, pre-COVID, huh? I need. Pre-COVID. I need. I hit that quarantine fifteen. I need the face <laughs> regimen, and I also need the uh, workout. Uh, you know, those tattoos look familiar, though. Jayla, whose tattoos are those? Uh, the rocks. Obviously, I saw the Brahma bull and this, this whole tribal from like the get. Come on, guys. If, if the Rock was Dominican, that would be Jayla's. Main guy, I'll be there. I will take him not being Dominican. The Rock could just be the Rock. Hey, and he's forty-seven too. Next I don't picture. care how old he is. It's good. It's good. Next photo. Let's see. Oh, that's that's me at the comedy cell. I know that picture. I know that picture from a mile away. That, by the way, that was one of the first. Uh, I had this manager. He was like, "We're gonna take you to this hair shop, get you a new style." I looked awful, and I'm mad. I let him yeah. let him come into this hairstyle. So in the photo, you have like this, uh, like spiked up type of hair. I- I'll put it up. Well, it's on his uh, IG. I don't think I'll, I should 
put up. But yes, yeah. that is the comedy. Was it like the kid, the Chris Kapatrick? Like, uh, no, the Wade Robinson when he said like the yes, it was similar to the Ooh. Wade Robinson. It was bad, Jayla. It was bad. I'm I'm shocked. Yeah. I'm even married now. I'm shocked. I I got dates. I I is this I your still? Is this your still? Is this your manager still to this day? No, no, no. I I fire, I fire a lot of people. I let them go when they're not working for me. Well, that was the best decision, man. I yeah. felt like he was like, yo, this is what Latinos look like now. I I think I, you know what. We're gonna give you Latino with with a little flair of Italian on it. So let's a little guy Fieri, a little guy Fieri on it. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. The one thing I did like about that hairstyle, though, uh, being half Guatemalan, give me give me height, give me some height. Uh, girls, <laughs> oh, like, how tall are you? Like five nine, girl, five nine now. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I used to rock my shit like that too back in the day. I mean, it looks I good, mean, at least he didn't. In all fairness, at least he didn't make you put in all the highlights. The growing up, the growing up Gotti look looks pretty good. Not, not, not that bad. You look like you would have been friends with like Brody Jenner. <laughs> I look right there. I look like I'm re rehearsing for a boy band, and they tell me no. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> Out of sync? Nothing. 98, 99 degrees. We could be ninety nine. They're like, nope. No, they'll take you to Manudos though. <laughs> right away. Justin, give me one more. No, that was more of a RBD look. What about uh, this? Uh, what's the name of this video game with the? Is it mine? What what's it called? The new video game that the kids play. Minecraft. 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 This is the kind of a Minecraft type of look. Rick, Rick just made himself sound. Oh, what's that thing the young kids is doing? What's that? Give me the For us, it was it was it was called Minesweep, right? Craze, where it's like you click on one corner and if it was the Yo, wrong corner. Yo, Minesweeper. Mine yeah, Minesweeper. Oh, and the numbers, and then yeah. when you hit that bomb all of a sudden. Mm. I didn't know how the fuck to play that shit. I <laughs> depressed it until it told me that I'd lost. And there's, there's only those games that pop up, and I'm just like, I don't know what's happening. Like Sudoku's another one where I'm just like, I have no idea. And my wife just, look at it, babe. Look, uh, look, you can do it too. I'm like, man, get out of here. I see too many numbers. <laughs> uh, this is me at the Laugh Factory. I know that background. That's the Laugh Factory. Uh, damn, I should have should have killed this yeah, one. Yeah, that's, that's an easy one. That, that's an easy one. Boom, there you go. One of the, I think this was one of the brownish nights. Yeah, and that's and yeah, that's recent because you can see the hairs tamed down, and I look like myself. I'm smiling. The first one, I'm not happy with the hairstyle. This one, very happy. Smile, boom. That one, look at that. I'm even judging the hairstyle. I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> I'm glad you got comfortable in LA. Uh, What's this right here? I don't know what is that. Is that from uh, my? That's from yeah. my profile. Uh huh. Congratulations, your wife is pregnant again. <laughs> don't say that. Don't wish that on me, Jayla. <laughs> I will ship that baby right to your house. <laughs> I don't play like that. What is it? I, I take it back. Is it, uh, is it my New York card? Is this my Bronx yo, certification? Your Bronx certification is in the mail. Is it? Let's let's reveal this one. <laughs> I thought this was pretty funny. So, uh, go ahead, Eric. Explain it. This is my twenty-three of me results. Uh, I'm a hundred, hundred percent disappointment to my parents. My parents. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, yeah, no, my uh, my wife, who who is white, if you haven't watched the special, she 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 did twenty-three of me with her family, and they're like, "You want to do it?" I was like, "I'm not doing that. I'm not freely giving my DNA to people." But good luck to you. All right. So, uh, my wife did it. And then I did it. Uh, mm -hmm. Crazy is still giving me shit to this day. Uh, I said the same, literally the same words. Apparently, uh, I said those words to Rick. Yes, years ago, I was like, exactly. So That's why we call him the prophecy. 
in okay. a little container and you mailed it to somebody that you don't know. Yes, is, is Rick still living in the Bronx? Wow. Is this what's happening? Has no, he no. Un- undisclosed location no, no. in Queens. <laughs> Rick's a sellout, He's man. currently <laughs> in a whole undercover, you know. In Queens. They yeah, got yeah. him covered here. Cops sitting outside the house. Oh. No, I'm from Washington Heights. Uh, Rick lost uh, his New York car, too, because he moved to Queens. Nah, we're we the most diverse borough, bro. What's wrong oh, with you? I don't know. He's doing 23 minutes. Sounds like he's living in Forest Lawn. He's not living, like, he's not living <laughs> in Astoria. He's living in nice Wait. Queens. Where, where did you, you say? say? Exactly. Forest That's exactly where he lives. Forest Hills, Queens. Forest Hills, Queens. Exactly where Rick lives. You already know. You know the vibe. Damn, Rick. They got you pinpointed, friend. Eric, if you're vibe. out here in New York, we go for some beers around here in Forest Hills. Some IPAs. Yeah, he, yeah Rick, Rick doesn't, doesn't go to the bodega no more to get beers. He goes to IPAs. I got this nice brewery exactly. around the corner, guys. Exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to be, you know, I'm trying. I'm getting ready to move to LA. That's my thing. You know? Okay. I mean, you didn't even let me get to my premonition, which is before we got on the on on the live. <laughs> that my premonition is that Rick is going to vote Republican in 2024, and uh, going to become conservative. Raise if I vote Republican, <laughs> I'll take a picture of my my voters card or whatever, and I'll put it on. Uh, we can make any bet you want that that won't happen. Twenty twenty four. Holla at me. What's this one? This is another one. Oh, uh, yes, this is. I think there's two. Is there two more or one more, Justin? No, this is the last one. This is the last one. Okay. Uh, is this? I, I, I think this might be my album artwork. Ooh. I see a lot of white in the background. Title super white, so it might be that. <laughs> gotcha. L- let's see. Is this super white? Yes. Oh, you're really good. We're watching now on HBO Go, HBO Now, and HBO Max. The best. Uh, HBO Max. Those are, those HBO are now. All gone. They, they, they all gone. They they're oh, too Eric, many. We gotta we gotta update this. Rick, thing. how old are you? Where, where you been? Bro, they have too many. They HBO Go, HBO Later, HBO Now, HBO Maybe. They too many. I told you they I'm have... still playing Minesweeper, bro. So, <laughs> you know. He's still playing Snake on his Nokia. <laughs> hey. Yeah, bro. <laughs> My hey. phone don't got no color in it yet. Yo. You're lucky he could change a phone case. Super White. So, that's an interesting name for a comedy special from a yeah. Latino. It is. Uh, I, I, you know, again, I, t- I tell stories about my wife who happens to be white. I talk about. Just, you know, being in that relationship, you know, my in-laws and just the stuff that, you know, sort of rubbed off on me that, you know, I'm, I, I can't I, I can't tell my family about because they'll, they'll be ashamed. Like right now, <laughs> uh, you guys are getting the exclusive. I've been plant based for a month and that's something I could never tell my family. Wow. Yeah. And it's just crazy. Are we taking the New York car I'm, back? I'm taking some notes right now because I, I don't know, man. We're gonna get him a vegan chopped cheese. No, yeah. honestly, honestly, I, I would. I've been. I would love to go plant based. Yeah, I I would too. I told my wife I'll support her and I'll try my best to stick with it. But man, once I if I get back to New York and I smell bad and eat, it's over. I can't. I'm sorry. I will support you, been, you babe. You've while been doing I'm it for a month now. Uh, a I've month? been doing it for a month now. Yeah. Congratulations, man. Keep going. What's man. been the hardest part? Especially during a quarantine. Uh. It, it, a lot of it just the recipes, like because I think when when you tell people, oh, plant based right away, oh, will you just eat salads? So, uh, you know, we we signed up for this service to sort of teach us recipes and stuff. So it hasn't been so bad because I'm learning how to do stuff. And the, the one thing you have to do, you know, being Latino, you have to season stuff because uh, white people don't 
Uh, I don't know why. Like, this is what I don't get. Yo, their people left Europe looking for spices, but they don't use it. I, like, come on. What do you... Y'all found them, but y'all don't use them? Like, that's crazy. They used them to trade and borrow with. That's what it was. Yeah, they use, use them for your food. It's bland. So that's been the toughest thing, just working with those recipes and seasoning stuff to my liking. Yeah, because yeah. there's because even, like, there has to be vegan seasonings from what i know because i have friends i'm not 100 percent vegan like i've been i've been cheating like i this i still use cheese and stuff and i've been using you know i you know tahini and like the other version of adobo because after he said some crazy stuff uh you got to find other people to make it uh so it's just finding those things that they go into the diet and 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 make it flavorful now let me ask you something what's up do you still have goya products like i know no, I do not. But do. the ones that were in your house, uh-huh. did you keep them, cook them, make them, use them, and then not buy anymore? Or did you just throw them out? I mean, because you already got your money. Yeah, like, listen, listen uh, uh, I wanted to throw them out. I'll be yeah. honest with you, Rick. I wanted to just toss them out, but in the back of my head, I could hear my mom. Yeah, no, they, la comida. Yeah, there are people starving in Guatemala. And so mm-hmm. I was like, my son of a bitch, I'm gonna eat. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna smile about it. Oh, it's delicious. But I'm. You know what? Who this guy? I think it tastes better because you're eating with hate. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I, I love how people are like. I get that it's his company, but people were acting like he was canning the the beans himself. Like, you know what? I'm gonna throw this out. How dare you? Well, you, you bring that up, and we've had uh, two episodes on cancel culture, and. Uh, Craze brought up the theory that it's not really cancel culture. I agree with it. It's more like uh, suspension culture. Right. So put you, put you in timeout culture. <laughs> yeah. So you know the thing. No, you brought with, up the Woody Allen shit, and specifically, bro. And I think that's a great. But that's example. predatory sex. Well, I mean, but that's a great example of like what's the alternative, mm-hmm. right? The alternative because cancel culture to me is about holding people accountable, right? Like it's about right. people being held accountable. Some people don't like to be held accountable. And so they came up with the concept of like, are you just trying to cancel all of us? No, we're trying to hold some people accountable. But Woody Allen's a perfect example of somebody that they didn't hold him accountable, bro. They let him run for too, too long. And they should have canceled His movies are so them. great. They come out once a year. I love Woody. He does, uh, what's, what's the brand of comedy that he does, which I don't find funny at all. It's slap, uh, Slapstick, right? That's what he does? Or, or deadpan? I think his stuff is... I don't know, bro. Let's not talk about Woody Allen. Well, he's not even... <laughs> I don't find it funny. So, you know, I, I watched a Woody, one Woody Allen film like years ago, and I didn't think it was that funny. So. Now, listen, when you're, when you're a white man, you get you get suspended for a little bit, and then you, you make it come back, and no one cares. Woody Allen was was doing what he was doing with the young girls and like you said, but his movies are really good. We have to separate... Separate the man from the art. Yeah, Cosby, they put his ass in jail. They yeah, said, yeah. mm-mm. Well, that's another thing. You, <laughs> know, Kelly was the other one. you can't find his shows anywhere. They got they erased that dude quick. Hulk Hogan went on a rant. WWE yeah. removed everything off the site, everything off every... They took him out the yeah. Hall of Fame. Did they really? They did. They took him out the Hall of Fame. They erased everything. But then this year, they were like, you know, we forgive Hogan. He can yeah. come back now. He's, he's he served his time. You know who's a perfect example is uh, Carlos Mencia. He uh, he stole jokes years back. That you haven't heard anything from that dude. He didn't. Um, 
He didn't dabble with little kids. He wasn't a sexual predator. He didn't do anything that everybody else did. And that dude well, did he didn't. He didn't play nice with Joe Rogan. And uh, for some reason, Joe Rogan has become this huge, popular dude that his opinions matter. Yeah. Um, but Mancia, he was on somebody's podcast recently. Uh, I think it was Bobby Lee. I'm not uh-huh. sure. But yeah, I, well, you know, he did kind of steal some jokes. He stole some of Bobby Lee's jokes. Robin Williams stole jokes. Hey, I, and look, I'm not, I'm not, by the way, as a comic, as a comic, I am not, I'm not giving him the pass. Like, you know, yeah. Robin Williams stole jokes. Robin Williams won a Grammy with stolen jokes and yeah. nobody cares. That's true. I mean, you, you're, you might be right. But Carlos, 60% of Carlos' material, every time he went on stage, was not his. And it's like most of his shit was not his. And somebody did a YouTube video where play-by-play, play, like, he'll be saying the joke, and then they'll show the original joke from three years. Yeah. And he's stealing jokes from, like, Ari Shafir and uh-huh. Bobby Lee. Like, oh, uh, so Bobby caught, Lee's funny. He caught beef. See, I, didn't, I wasn't up on all this. Uh, yeah, he caught. Well, uh, he was doing a, a set one time, and Rogan was in the building. I think it might have been in the comedy. At the comedy store. And they they would and Rogan jumped on stage and he called them out on every single joke he said. It's a really good video. We'll have to look that up. Um, Eric, who do you have beef with in the comedy game? <laughs> Man, listen. Besides uh, Jayla and Sasha Mercy. Sasha Mercy. D nasty once in a blue moon. Who do you want to call out right now? Uh, Damn, you got problem with all the women, huh? No. We should do a versus, a comedy versus, you know? Have, like, you know, Jesus Trejo versus Eric Rivera, you know? Look, Ricky's trying to start beef here. He's like, we <laughs> oh, He's a troublemaker, man. You keep, look, you keep giving him IPAs, he starts turning into a dick. No, Richard. No. He's over here no. being Karen's Rich- husband. He turns no. into a Richard, for sure. He goes from <laughs> Rick to Richard. Uh, man, I, I don't I don't have beef with nobody. It's so crazy to me. Like when I moved out here to hear the different comedy beefs, there's mm-hmm. so many there's so many platforms like with the streamers and cable, like everybody's going to get theirs, man. Everybody's got a different lane. Like, I don't understand this whole like, oh, if I make it, that person ain't going to make it. If he makes it, I can't make it. Like everybody's path is different and it's already bad enough. Like I said before, you know, for Latinos, it's so much harder to make it. So why the hell are we fighting with each other? Why That's don't we help each problem. other out? So if somebody makes it, other doors open up. Because right now, all the doors are closed. That's my that's my main issue with us. Um, I support every single Latino creative. Yeah, and, uh, I I just I don't understand the big like we got enough against us, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a great stand up comic, do you know do a podcast like Joe Rogan? You know, he's got like five Netflix specials. They all fucking yeah. suck. But his podcast is pretty good, you know, before he went into Listen, his... Listen, if we get canceled now, Ray, this right. is on you, bro. Ah, fuck Joe Rogan. <laughs> the views expressed on the show are just Rick, Rick H's, uh, not Eric Rivera, they're, HBO they're Max, or any of his yes, co-hosts. Yes. No, Jayla shares this sentiment, too, and so does Grace. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 would, I would do the Rogan show. I, I don't think he's that funny, you know. I mean, I you know, I, I don't know why he's the he's the voice of the people now. We're like, who should we vote for, Joe? I'm like, this dude told he was telling ball jokes a couple years ago, but now he's your the, go-to. Yes. Tell me, Joe, what do I do in my life? I'm like, all right, easy. You're talking to. Uh, I used to listen to Joe Rogan like four years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he started like interviewing Alex Jones and all these other people, and it kind of I was like, wait, 
you, you're saying your platform is for everybody, but it kind of looks like one sided right now, bro. And your views. And when coronavirus came out, he put out the wrong message. It was everything against it. Like, oh, people don't listen to the science, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, forget Jordan. But tell him, tell him why you're mad. No, don't tell him. Don't tell him. Don't really care. I watch the UFC. I'd rather hear Joe commentate on a fight telling me my political views. I, I like Rick because Rick <laughs> is about to go in, but then on the flip side, he goes, But I, you know, I'll do his show. I'll respectfully I'll accept the invitation. You know, Listen, what? he's garbage. I don't like the way, but look, I'll do his show. I, I mean, mean he's, he's, friends, he's friends with Joey Coco Diaz, so I'll give him a little, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, you know, I'll give him a little credit, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ray's starting to get trying to get you into, but before anything, I always wanted to ask you who influenced you in comedy. Um, who are some people you looked up to? Uh, growing up, like you know, it's one of those things where you don't know comedy is a is a viable field. You know, your, your parents tell you, you know, doctor, lawyer, whatever. So I remember just you know, my pops would put on HBO which uh, this is why like this special meant so much to me it was full circle like we watch hbo we watch you know eddie murphy do raw delirious we you know uh i got to see you know the Chappelle killing him softly i, I got to see best you know, some, of all time yeah some of the greats and i think the first time it really resonated with me was just you know leguizamo's first one-man show mambo mouth like that was the first time I saw somebody of my skin color, my culture, speaking Spanglish on screen. And I know I'm not the only one. I know he's he's influenced a lot of Latino comics because it was the first time we were like, oh, shoot, we can do this, too. So it was one of those things where when I saw it, I was moved to the point of like, yo, I would love to perform somehow and figure this out. And boom, I, you know, Fast forward to, you know, in college, I, I started doing stand up and it was because of that, like that, 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 that had so much weight to it. Yeah, man. Uh, heavy influence on me, John Ozamo. Uh, I saw Freak in person. I think I was 16, 17, 18, uh-huh. something like that. Got to meet him. Uh, we had his sister on the show, great person. Uh-huh. Still waiting on, John, we're still waiting on you to call back. Yeah, man. He's been playing us. <laughs> We've been, he's been back. We've been literally. Uh, We've had conversations, just the dates don't work. But you know, we cried on the phone to his sister one time. I think. <laughs> oh, Marie's great. Marie's great. It's gotten ugly. Um, thank yeah, you, absolutely. Eric, for coming on. Um, honestly, it's been fun. You can come on to this show whenever the hell you want. I know everybody okay. says that, but we truly mean it. Okay, we're not doing it. Uh, yeah. And if I want, except the day John Leguizamo finally shows up, they'll be like, listen, Aaron, you know uh, what? You're getting bumped. Let's uh, John's here. If we um, have John Leguizamo here. He'll call. So uh, so what's up, Taylor? What time we start? So Rick got a call from John. No, you know what I'll do? I'll have Eric on the show and John on the show. Yeah. We'll bump Jayla off. Yeah. And we'll have Eric as a guest slash co-host as well. Yes. Just bump me off and Call it a day. Oh, well, I think that's a spectacular idea. I didn't say that. You notice who said it? I no. I, I the IPAs Listen. are getting to his head. That's, no, I'm a, I'm when he starts that. slurring his words and <laughs> his cheeks are starting to turn red, yep. you already know it's a wrap. He starts talking about his fangirl fantasies about John Leguizamo. That's no. a wrap. It's when the, the IPAs, bro. I'm gonna say IPAs. this. To the side. I'm gonna say this. 
I'm going to put you on the same level as him. If John does a show, I am going to call you and I'm going to tell you, I made this promise to you live on YouTube. Okay. That we'll do a split episode with both of you guys on. I'll invite you on. I mean, it's great vibes with you. Listen, I never met Walshie in person. Walshie Fire is a terrific person. I would hang out with him any day of the week. Same goes to you, man. Chalky White? Chalky White? (laughs) (laughs) Eric, yo, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much, man. We love your fucking comedy. We want you to succeed the most that any fucking Latino comic has ever succeeded. Uh, We really appreciate your energy. Whenever you're in the fucking Bronx, you already know. You're already certified. Certified. I'm getting the chopped cheese. I'm getting a pair of Tim's. They're not me. It gotta be a vegan. It gotta be a vegan chopped cheese, though. Vegan, based chopped cheese. He's in the Bronx, though. That is acceptable, you know. I I appreciate you guys for having me on. Uh, Thank you so much, Rick, uh, Jayla, Craze. You guys are amazing. Uh, And uh, anything you ever need from me, if you're ever on the West Coast, don't hesitate. Don't tell Craze that he's gonna hold your. No, he's gonna be at me in a couple minutes. Like, yo, what a great show, man! So I'm really gonna be there next week. I land on Thursday. So where can we catch Super White and when will we be able to purchase those vinyls or get ready for that giveaway? Uh, Super White, you can watch it right now streaming on HBO Max. If you don't have HBO Max and you're like, ah, like my family, I don't want to pay for that. Uh, Sign up and then put a reminder in your calendar and seven days cancel it for free and watch the special. The numbers count. The views count. So please do that. Or DM Craze and he'll give you a password. (laughs) Yeah, I'll give you a password. No trip. Um, as far as the vinyl giveaway, that'll be coming up in the next couple of weeks. So just follow me on all social media at Eric Rivera Comedy, E-R-I-K, Rivera Comedy. If you can't spell Rivera, I can't, I can't help you. I, I, come on, it's 2021. You shouldn't be watching his comedy if you can't spell Rivera. Exactly. Uh, and then, yeah, just follow me and you'll, I'll, I'll be throwing out the details for that contest in the next couple of days. And um, how can we catch Brownish? Brownish is every Monday at 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time on YouTube and Facebook. Again, if you follow me, I, I post about it. Uh, since I'm not doing the shows at the Laugh Factory anymore, what we've been doing is sort of just, you know, sit down, me, Sasha, and we usually have some dope guests that we're trying to spotlight Latino creatives, Latinas, uh, you know, whether it's in radio, writing, uh, acting, comedy, whatever it is, you know, we're just trying to shed a spotlight. Like I said, you know, I know I get on these things. And I'm like, oh, we got to work together, but I'm I'm legit about it. Like I'm trying to help. Yeah, everybody. you had Jayla on the show. That was that was great, man. That was. We Rick didn't is even still feeling it. You, we, you we, Eric, do you hear? You know when your sibling gets that new pair of shoes and you didn't, and you're like, yo, like, oh, no, you see, didn't. oh, look at the shiny pair of shoes. Look at we the shiny pair. You to That's exactly that, what's yo, going didn't. on right now. That's like his little way of puya, like. Yeah, we, we didn't ask you to do that. Craze didn't give you a call. I didn't call you. You did that out of the kindness of your heart. Your heart. We truly appreciate that. You know, she needs all the time. You know, it's cool. Oh, we. You know what? We got to get Rick and Craze on an episode. We got to get them on because I need to hear the other side of that story. Because Jayla, you know, has her side. I want to hear the other side. I'm a fair. I'm a fair judge. I need to hear the defendant and the plaintiff. I mean, at this point. He he did say, "Hey Jayla, can you be on the show?" He didn't say, "Jayla, like, do you want the Rick H show yes, to be on the show?" You know, you see the difference. I just, you know, such... I did my part. I thought I'd be and I go ahead and I talked about the Rick H show. You know, like I did my part. It's a great co-host. You, you you're a terrific <laughs> man. You deserve a uh, what's the uh, peace award? You, you deserve an award, a humanitarian award for that, Eric. I really do appreciate that. 
The Nobel Peace Prize? Nobel Peace Prize. Eric Rivera, ladies and gentlemen, episode number 98. 98. Go watch Brownish on Mondays and also go to uh, HBO Max. I was going to say YouTube Max. Go to HBO Max, watch Super White. Super funny. Eric Rivera is going to be all over everywhere. Television, movies, and all that pretty soon. So watch the comedy special and you'll understand what we're talking about. All right. Thank you again, my brother.